Today we are spilling the tea on Disney resorts, coming up on episode three of The Tea at the D. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode three of the TSSD. I'm Alex. I'm Anna. And I'm Tammy. And we are so excited to be back. Last week, we talked about when the best time to go to Walt Disney World and Disneyland is. So today, we figured we would talk about resorts. And we're going to give you our top three value which is the lowest price point category. Moderate, which is your middle price point category. And then deluxe, which is the most expensive. But let me tell you, they're all worth it. So we're going to start off with our value level top resort. So Tammy, let's go with you. Start us with your favorite value. My favorite value is Pop Century. I feel like that's not a common choice. I don't know. Maybe it is, but uh, I like it because it's on the Skyliner, but it has renovated rooms. The hardwood floors really do it for me in hotel Mm -hmm. rooms. I'm not kidding. Like I, I need it to be a hardwood floor. Yes. It looks so clean. I don't have to question anything. Mm -hmm. Plus very clean, minimal. Yeah. The sheets on those beds are like stark white. It just makes me feel at home and clean. Love that. Anna? Well, Tammy already took my answer. I'm sorry. (laughs) It is so great, right? (laughs) It is great. So that's actually the only value resort I've ever stayed at. And for those same reasons, I did love it. I Initially, that was not why I picked that resort. I only picked it because everyone else was staying there, but it was awesome. And I had a great experience there. Uh, For the same reasons, the renovated rooms were amazing, which I think a lot of the value resorts are now renovated. Um, I think Art of Animation is the only one that's not at this point, correct? Art of Animation and maybe one of the all-stars. Is Sports still undergoing. is currently undergoing. Yeah, they're currently undergoing. Yeah, movies just finished, finished. I think, in music. Um, but yeah, those renovated rooms are awesome. The Murphy bed is awesome. I wish we would have had that when I took my kids. But I love yeah, that because the amount of space that gives you during the day mm-hmm. to like fold that other bed up for is sure. incredible, especially with families. Well, we don't use the second. We don't use the second bed because we our kids are still in pack and plays. So, oh, so that's perfect. Could, so getting rid of that and just using it for the little table space and having that space for the pack and plays is perfect. But those Skyliner resorts are my fave. I will say it's transportation with, with those value, especially Pop Century, it is so worth it to get the preferred room so that you are right there by the Skyliner or you're right there by the main building of whatever value front. resort mm-hmm. you're at because they those value resorts are huge. Yeah. Yeah, they're a walk. Like yeah. you can walk a little bit to get to the main lobby or the food or even transportation. Yeah. yeah. Alex, what's your favorite value? Okay, this is different than both of you. And 
it's going to throw people for a loop. So my favorite value is the all-star sports solely because of the nostalgia and like my childhood and like staying there when my sister was like a huge soccer player. So we would go to her tournaments and that's where like we would stay with like her team and stuff. So it's solely based on nostalgia for me. And I haven't stayed at an all-star since I was, I don't know, middle school, but I would pick an all-star because of the nostalgia and it would just bring me back to my childhood. That's not well, the first time I've them- heard that. Just because of all those cheer competitions. Yes. And like all the, the tournaments. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. Does sports have actual Disney theming tied into it? I know like movies does and music, but does sports I mean, have like little, like the character statues it has or like, anything? It has like little characters playing like sport, like sports in your room, like, or you, it used to on like the bedding and stuff and like mm-hmm. just the room theming itself. But outside, it has like a huge base, like, cause you know, like equivalent to like movies, how it has like the huge Dalmatians and those like lawn each, ornaments. Yes. Those yeah. lawn ornaments that are so pleasing to the eye, but yeah, but they're um, big and immersive <laughs> yes. and so cool for the young ones. Yeah. So it has that type of thing, but it's sports. So there's like a baseball, um, there's a football field, there's like a foosball So that's what I would pick as a value. And with all the value resorts, there are five different resort options at the value pricing level. So you do have options. You do have Pop Century, Art of Animation, which are both on, which both have Skyliner access. And then you have the All-Stars, music, movies, and sports, which is all bus transportation, but those are options as well in that value level. And then the the secret is that All-Star Music has those one-bedroom suites where, I mean, none of the other All-Star resorts have those. So it's a big deal with some of my clients. And then the Art of Animation has the family suites that are themed. So that's basically a one-bedroom suite as well with a door and it, those themes are Cars, Lion King, and Finding Nemo. And those are so popular and such great pricing for families. So mom and dad can hang out without worrying about the kids at bedtime. Because mom and dad deserve to have time on vacation too. To hang out and relax. Have a yeah, drink. Yeah, they do. Because <laughs> those Disney days are long. Be able to close it. that door and say goodnight. <laughs> yeah, True. All right. So moving on to our moderate level of resort options at Walt Disney World. Anna, can you give us your favorite moderate resort? My favorite moderate, and I feel like I'm being repetitive here, but it's Caribbean Beach because of the Skyliner. The Skyliner access is just it really is like elite. Oh good. It's my favorite. My favorite transportation at Disney World. So I just being on the Skyliner is so nice, so convenient. We love going to Epcot. We love going to Hollywood Studios. And I also love the proximity to the Riviera. I can't say that we did a whole lot of 
going into the main area of, because Caribbean Beach is huge. It's a lot of walking to go. We had to drag our luggage all the way to then practically to the Riviera. And it's just so far from the main spaces. So having the Riviera there for like coffee and whatever Mm -hmm. we needed in the morning was perfect. And it's right by the Skyliner. Like you're not going too far away from, well, I guess if you're, depending on where you're placed, we were placed in um, Aruba. And Aruba is the place to be if you want to be with that Skyliner. Yeah. That building is right next to the Skyliner. It's the closest Mm -hmm. to it. So being on that end made it just ex- everything we wanted was accessible. We didn't really use the pool a ton because it was a little bit cold when we went. But if you want to use the pool, it's not like you're going to be there all the time, or at least we weren't. So it wasn't that big of a deal to walk there. But in the mornings when you're trying to get something to like get your body going, it was nice to have the Riviera there. And essentially Caribbean Beach has two Skyliner entrances, right? Because they have, yes. you basically, they're on opposite one Riviera and then the other one mm-hmm. is near. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the area that has the new little mermaid theme rooms, the five, the yep. fixed sleeper rooms. Ooh, are those are that's they're the old pirate rooms. pirate room. Yeah. yeah. Those are even more out of the way from everything. They're the furthest ones from like anything. Right. Yeah, but they look so nice. Oh, they're yeah. It's yeah, giving yeah, yeah. Grand Floridian Mary Poppins, but at a lower. They're budget. so pretty. They're so pretty. Yeah, it's so clean, modern, mm-hmm. love. And that fifth sleeper, having that option for that fifth sleeper, if you have, it's in the Trinidad section. The Trinidad I just looked yes. it up. Yeah, yeah. So those are the old pirate rooms. Yeah, that are now Little Mermaid. Modern Little Mermaid, not Art of Animation, Little Mermaid. I know some people who love those pirate rooms. (laughs) They just needed an update, a little sprucing. The bed sizes are just kind of sad and they felt a little outdated, but kids who are into pirates were loving them. Totally. And I will say that that bread pudding over at Sebastian's Bistro or Banana Cabana, you can get it at either one. Oh man, worth staying at Caribbean Beach just for that reason. Just for the access to that. I'm staying at Caribbean Beach in July. You are? Oh yeah. So I'm staying at Caribbean Beach in July, right before Mm -hmm. um, we leave on our wish cruise. So I'm, Mm -hmm. and we have to have a fifth sleeper because we're a family of five. Uh, Yep. So I will be staying in. The yeah. Trinidad section in the Little Mermaid like themed new rooms. So I'm so excited about that. And I will let you guys know how they are. I'll show I you need all the, all the videos. All the videos, all the pictures. Alex, what's your favorite moderate? My favorite moderate is Coronado Springs. I love that resort. Although a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I'm calling my husband out, Jim. I know you're listening to this. So he does not like Coronado because it's so spaced out and it's like a walk to get places if you're not in a preferred room. But um, I love Coronado. I love the vibe of the room. 
because it's just like a simple, clean, like there's no in your face, big blow up looking lawn ornaments as Tammy called (laughs) the all-star decor. That's basically what they are. That is what it looks like. But so that's why I like Coronado for the clean like vibes. It's just like clean, no huge lawn ornaments everywhere. It's very relaxing. It sounds, it makes it feel like you're in the like desert. I love how relaxing it is. And now they have the Grand Casino Tower. Have either of you like eaten at any of those restaurants yet? I have not no, eaten. I haven't. There. I've just toured the main spaces. Yeah, I haven't either. But I do know that their food court, superb. So good. So good. The quick service there. Yeah. Unlike any other resort, I'm telling you. If you have a chance, go eat at the Coronado Quick Service because let me tell you, it is incredible. Well, and, and you never guess. I've heard that three bridges out on the water. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. That's a really popular one too. Um, the only downside to Coronado, I think, is be is it's so big and you only have bus transportation. So pick your battles. It's kind of like Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. yeah. Again, like just like there, the food's worth it. So yeah. it has to be to get people to go there without <laughs> right. a, a monorail or a skyliner. And the new Grand Asino Tower is absolutely stunning. So I think it is a beautiful moderate option. Tammy, I know you had mentioned before that you haven't stayed at a moderate. If you could stay somewhere, where would you stay? I would stay at Port Orleans. Which ones? French Quarter. French Quarter. Quarter. Yes, because y'all, I am all about those beignets. That's literally why we stayed there last time. And it's so, it's on the smaller side. I think it's the smallest resort at Disney. So it's on the smaller side. You don't feel like it's sprawled out like Riverside, um, Port Orleans Riverside. And you don't feel like there's 500 neighborhoods like Caribbean Beach or Coronado Springs. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the colors, I love the colors of it. But getting a Cafe LA and a beignet before you board the boat to Disney Springs. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's just, it it just is so relaxing. Unless it's July, like the last time I wrote it. And it was sweltering. And that pool is awesome too. Yeah. I was going to say that pool pool. is so. They have a huge splash area. Like the little kids. Yeah. For kids. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And the slides. Did you take the boys? Splash bed. Mm hmm. Oh. That was the last. I love it. That's the last place we stayed. They did. They, we went swimming at night. They were, I mean, we probably swam twice a day when we went. It was a lot of fun. So worth it. Yeah, totally. It was also in May and it was a million degrees outside. So mm-hmm. we at night. The splash pad area. We were we were already all gross from being out at the parks all day and we went and threw the boys in the pool. <laughs> yes, and you and they didn't at that age. It's perfect in size because they don't have to walk a bunch to get back to the room. Yeah. That's why I, I, like I said, I have not stayed there, 
but that's the one that appeals to me the most. Yeah. Those beignets are not the same as the Disneyland one. So that is where I got a little bit startled. If you're going for the beignets, expect them to be way bigger. They are massive. They are one order is enough for a family. Or you can get them injected with alcohol Mm -hmm. and flavor. Oh, yeah. They call them boozy boozy beignets. I don't think I paid attention to that. Or maybe I just don't remember. So what I'm hearing is that that's where we should have a girls. 100%. We need to have a girls weekend. Yeah. Well, I thought we were going to stop there last time we went. (laughs) I know that was the plan because we were there over Mardi Gras time, but we had so much to pack in in 24 hours. I know we had, yeah, we had 24 hours. hours. Yeah. We had like 18. (laughs) True. And my feet were so tired at the end of that trip, <laughs> just based on what we did do. So, right. But, um, Quarter Lean French Quarters was the first re- Disney resort I've ever stayed at. Like my very first trip with oh, my wow. family, that's where we stayed, and I remember it. To, like again, nostalgia. Totally. So we definitely, I think that's definitely the perfect like girls' weekend trip. Yeah. That we need to do. Our moderate level resorts are Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, Port Orleans French Quarter, and Port Orleans Riverside. Oh, sure. All right. Let's go to the big daddies. Our favorite. The deluxe. This this is where we thrive. (laughs) I know. I know which one not to claim because I know it's going to be towards the top of both of your lists. So <laughs> what well, <could> it be? <laughs> so yes. Okay. So this is where the three of us thrive. All right. So let's go with, um, Tammy, tell us your favorite deluxe resort at Walt Disney world. I'm going to throw a curveball here because most people do not agree with me, but my number one favorite deluxe resort is the Grand Floridian. And it's because I know. No, no, no. I, 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 why would people not agree with that? Oh, I know a lot of people that think that it's a little more stuffy is what Old I have money. heard. Yeah. Is but, what they okay. say. But I will say that from the moment you walk in that door, those cast members are so sweet and kind. The one that just walk around in costume in the lobby and talk the way that it smells, the way that you can just pop up the stairs to basin or the shops up there. They have like their own Lily Pulitzer store. Yes. Boutiques at the Grand Flow are super notch. Yes, the shopping is amazing. The restaurants, it's got some of the best restaurants I've ever eaten at. Uh, And that's all the way from brunch at Grand Floridian Cafe all the way up to, well, I have I have not had the pleasure of eating at Victoria and Albert's, but I have eaten at Narcissi's and y'all, it's so good. You know where I want to eat brunch specifically? Citrico's. I still haven't eaten at Citricos. 
I want brunch at Citrico so badly only because I was going to do that for my wedding if I did it at the Grand Floridian. So I still want that, but yeah. it's okay. I do then, like the Grand Floridian Cafe though. That's yes. one of my favorite restaurants on property. And it used to be, I'm not sure if it still is, but it used to be bottomless mimosas before two o'clock. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, I have not experienced that. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. It was That's so luxury. good. Uh, and then the Enchanted Rose. The oh Beauty my the God, Beast wait. Themed, yeah. yeah, that, yes. That little lounge. Yeah. That the I vibes, would uh, The aesthetic on point. Plus they pipe in the firework music for Happily Ever After. Uh, there's the beach. The pool is great. They have a huge splash pad. Yes, monorail. It's my favorite. Yeah. I agree with like the grand flow, it's the vibes there are just incredible. Anna, what do you think for your favorite deluxe? So I've actually only stayed at one deluxe, but I wouldn't call it my favorite, even though I haven't stayed anywhere else. <laughs> um, and I and I don't want to say that like I had a bad experience because I did not. But it was at um, Animal Kingdom. And we stayed in, the room was amazing. It was a two-bedroom villa with my husband's family. And we had- Did you have Savannah View? Savannah View, yep. Um, That Savannah View is magical. Incredible. And and I, I think that would make it absolutely worth it to stay there. And of course, the food on property is great. Even um, just that lounge on the second floor, on that weird second floor. In yeah. Jungle House? And so good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we were separated from- Did you say sorry, at Kidani? Like the million. Yeah, we stayed at Kidani. I've stayed there. Stunning. The biggest downside to Animal Kingdom Lodge for me was the transportation and the proximity to everything. It felt like it took for freaking ever to go anywhere. Because it does. And it it does. It's so oh far. my gosh. That was really difficult. Um, especially at the end of like in the mornings, it is you don't feel it as much because you're like excited to get to the parks and you're, you know, it it's different. It's a different feeling. At night when all you want to do is take your stinking shoes off and pass out on a bed, it was really difficult. But but those restaurants, a, I keep going back a, to it. I dream about Sanaa, which is over in Kidani Village, excuse me, Boma. I dream about all of those. The yeah. Zebra Dome, Boma, the Mara. Oh. Boma, we go to Boma every single trip we take. It doesn't matter where we're, if we're not even staying there, we go out of our way to go to Boma. It's my husband's favorite breakfast on property. It's incredible yeah so next time we're there we're planning on staying at the riviera and that would be my like top pick and i've gone through all of them and i'm like okay well the perk of this one is this and this but i always go back to those skyliner resorts the riviera is just so nice so clean you don't have to worry about getting an outdated room because it's all brand new and it's beautiful. It has a beautiful pool area. Everything about it is is just gorgeous. And, you know, it smells. The, the, the Riviera smell just, I don't know. 
And I think and there's that's something about something yeah. that's like underrated is the deluxe resorts, the way they smell. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I mean, I guess it's not underrated because people have literally made companies based off of resort scents. I have yeah, the Grand Floridian sure. in my diffuser right now. I was gonna say I, I have, have Animal Floridian Kingdom Lodge in my bathroom. But we dream about deluxe resorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Topolinos, you cannot beat Topolinos. And, you know, you can go and visit these resorts, but staying there and just, I don't know. Plus you I, are I love... guaranteed a balcony, a balcony yeah. or a patio. And that mm-hmm. is just something that the moderates and the values cannot offer us. Right. So, and we love a balcony, love especially a as balcony. parents. You know, when they go to yeah. sleep and you can just like sit outside with your like significant other Ugh. and just take it all uh, in. He can stay inside with the kids. <laughs> I'm going to sit out on my balcony <laughs> with my by glass myself. of wine. I'm going to with my champagne. <laughs> um, totally. No. And not to beat the dead horse, but it's right next to the flipping Skyliner. And that is my absolute favorite. I just, I hate the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I I think they are great. They're fine. They're a perfectly fine form of transportation. And I'd rather have them than not. And they've gotten so much better than last year at this time. Yeah. But you don't have to break down your stroller on, on the Skyliner. The, you can just bring it Skyliner. Preach and that it. is something that is very important to me because those two hooligans need to stay restrained. It was such a pain in the butt to have to grab them. And like, thankfully we had in-laws to help us and, you know, one would take a kid and my husband would pack up the stroller, but getting everything off of your stroller is so annoying. It's so much. Yes. And we go to Epcot so much that it's perfect for us and what we do. Yeah. We're not hitting up Magic Kingdom every single day. We're not, you know, we hit up Animal Kingdom maybe once. So Epcot, I think the last time we went, because we did park hoppers, we somehow ended up at Epcot at least once every single day. So that's what works for us. Um, Alex, what is your favorite deluxe? Also, well, thing is, uh, <laughs> mine is Riviera. We um actually own DVC at Riviera, so I have stayed there, and it's like just a vibe that I could live at. Honestly, it's a like vibe. the marble in the bathrooms, everything down to like the gold hardware and the velvet vibe. furniture. Like it's unmatched. It is absolutely unmatched. And it's, re- I really just appreciate the effort and modern like touches they put into mm-hmm. the hardware. Which I, I think a lot of people don't like it because it feels it's too so modern. modern. Like it doesn't yeah. feel Disney enough to them. And I'm like, that's okay. Are you kidding? When I think of Disney, <laughs> I think of luxury. I don't think of like <laughs> the inflatables. Like I think of luxury, like Disney is expensive. Yeah. We all know that. So when I think of Disney and I'm going to be paying, which I guess I'm paying in points, but DVC. Yeah. Some of us are paying thousands <laughs> of dollars. But yeah. 
Um, like, see, I just have to go like, and when I think of Disney, I think of luxury. So when I think of luxury, I think of Riviera. Yeah. This might sound, uh, I I don't know if this is going to sound bad or not, but I like staying at any resort that's going to give me the H2O in bottles and instead of instead of in the pumps. Okay. Understandable. Like Grand uh Grand Floridian Boardwalk. Because the H2O scent, again, all right. I guess we're going back to scents here. Oh my gosh. The scent of H2O is unmatched. Pick up what you were talking about. You're talking, yes, about the products in the yes. I straight up went there. I went to the the products in the bathroom. I was like, who puts water in a pump? What in the What are you talking about, Tammy? The H2O products. Unmatched, honestly. I still have um Tammy, not everyone knows what that is. Leftover from our boardwalk. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah. If they give me crap out of that. If they want to give it to me in (laughs) bottles, I'm going to ask them daily for new bottles. Sorry. You gotta hoard it sometimes. And especially because it's going away. So you gotta get it while you can. You gotta appreciate the H2O scent while you can. Limited supplies. So side note, you can get the H2O products in all Disney owned resorts, but in the deluxe, sometimes you get lucky enough to get them in take home bottles. Yeah. Yes. Cause they have updated a lot of the way they um, do the bathrooms and it's all in pumps that's already in the shower. I yeah. guess, yes, definitely more eco-friendly to do it that way. So I appreciate they're For reducing sure. their carbon footprint here. Right. But, and that was part of it, right? That was yes. initially why they did it. It wasn't yeah. to like, it wasn't because they were getting rid of the product. It was to be more eco-friendly. No, yeah, to be eco-friendly. Yeah. So I do appreciate that because it's such a big company and they probably do go through so many little bottles that yeah. it was a, definitely a smart move to do it. Yeah, that but way. we keep them Bring and it. use them at home. But exactly. <laughs> the thing is, we. That's my first lotion. <laughs> so, will y'all judge me if I take my old bottles that I still have and bring them to the resorts and fill them up? Absolutely. I not. think when you're, you I think do. when you're paying six hundred dollars a night to stay somewhere plus. I think it's you're okay. As I say on TikTok, a win is a win here. A win is a win. Right. So, <laughs> so far we have named the Grand Floridian and the Riviera <laughs> Resort. And, and Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Let's go through just the list of deluxe really quick. So you have the Polynesian. Oh, right. And the Contemporary and the Grand Floridian. Those are all in the Magic Kingdom area of yeah. Walt Disney World. They all have monorail access and they all smell really good. They all smell amazing. They all smell really good and they all have really good food. And then you have, let's go over by the Epcot area. You have the Boardwalk Inn and Villas. You have the Yacht and Beach Club. Which are two separate resorts, but they're sister resorts. So they share the same pool and water park area. And that pool over there? Mm -hmm. Something special. It's a saltwater and special with sand bottom, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you have a chance to stay there, the pool itself, and you like to hang out and relax with your family. And they have a lazy river, right? Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That's my so dad. definitely worth it for the pool. It's just alone. And then we have well, you have Saratoga Springs and Old Key West. Those are your um deluxe OG. villa resorts. Those are the ones where you can almost guarantee a one bedroom, a two bedroom, or a three bedroom. Um, and here's a pro tip: they're bigger. Yeah, Old especially Key Old Key West are massive. Huge. It's like a little apartment. It but is. They are huge. Also, um, the tree houses in at Saratoga Springs; those are massive too. And those are so cute. What an experience! We didn't say Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge. Yep. That was and the other one. that one's a little bit removed from things, but you you have boat access. Boat, yeah, to Magic Kingdom area. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good one. They have good I restaurants when, over there too. Oh, Geyser Point, I heard, is incredible. And you need to get like the burger, I think everyone raves about. So those are all of our top favorite resorts for the value category, the moderate category, and the deluxe villa category. So hopefully that helped you all just a little bit to figure out where would be a good idea for you to stay with your family. All right, ladies. So let's move on to some Disney tea because a lot has happened in the past like two days even. There is so so much to spill. There's so much tea to spill. Hold on. I need to touch on this first because this is so sad. Did you guys hear that Disney is planning to cut 7,000 people from the entertainment department, like film, TV, cast members, like parks? I did not hear where specifically. Well, I didn't read specifically where they were cutting people from. I know that there is a huge shift right now because of the Disney Plus thing and basically not needing people in that sector anymore. So when Bob Chapek was nicely let go from the Disney company around Thanksgiving. And I say nicely ever so lightly. Um, And Bob (laughs) Iger came back. I think what had happened was they noticed that efforts were being placed in areas that were not bringing the money in and revenue. Exactly. So he did like an overall haul of, okay, we're, we've been putting a lot of efforts into the streaming sites and the movies and and the television, but that's not where our money is coming from in this moment to pay back all the efforts. So I think that in this shift, I doubt we're going to see, at least I think, I doubt we're going to see a lot of loss of people in the actual parks. Um, and we're going to see a lot more people at the Disney Plus level let go. Right. Yeah. So Which those people maybe were needed at some point, but then they just kind of were hung on to for, exactly. you know, yeah. ever and not properly either phased out or yeah, or phased, yeah, phased out or whatever they had to do. Totally. Um, but which, yeah, like, says, I feel like when it's a temporary thing, like you should have like some kind of contract or something so that they know that they like, okay, we'll need you for a certain amount of time. But, and then yeah. I don't know at the quarter, um, quarterly meeting, quarterly meeting. Thank you. Uh-huh. At, the, 
at the quarterly meeting that Bob Iger did, he then turned around and said he's about to hire 13,000 more people. So um, right somewhere that's going to offset, right? Yeah, right. Because it does say 15% of entertainment in the form of parks, film, and TV employees starting April 24th. Well, there's so many sectors of like Disney, like you can't, you know, it does make sense to let go of all of a lot of people in one area that is where they're no longer needed and then hire where, you know, use that money to within or the company to hire for. Yeah. Well, like just I, end that job and then shift them into new jobs or. Right. If they have that. Right. Totally. If, if they, they have, have the qualifications, if they have the right skill set or whatever to move into a different area, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but I think it makes sense. And I feel like there's a, always a lot of like chatter of like, that doesn't make sense. Why are they doing this? Or, oh, they're going to, you know, fire all of these poor Disney employees just to hire a bunch right back. And it's, it's not that black and white and no they are such a big company yeah they are a huge company and at the end of the day they have to hire people where people are needed and they're not just going to keep people in a spot where they're not making any money off of keeping these people here like if you're not needed we're going to move your salary into a different area where people are needed Yeah. There are things that we don't see behind closed doors and behind the walls and they could be hemorrhaging money for all we know. Right. We don't want them to take that out on us in the parks. So, oh my gosh, that, that's why I read that. I was so sad. I was like, please don't touch the entertainment in the parks. Like all those cast members. I I doubt they would. Probably because I'm a dancer. So it just hits harder when they touch entertainment. Like, please don't. Yeah, I don't think and that's in other Disney tea. Happy halfway to Halloween. Woo! Yay. We were just talking about we this on the last episode. This. Yes. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. That came out today. With actual dates. With actual dates. Yes. yes. So one important thing about how they're doing it, and I think they did it this way last year, I believe is they are giving priority to the people that already have reservations. So this is is fair. It's totally fair. Don't be selling the tickets to people who, you know, aren't necessarily going to be there or planning on being there. Or live there and can go at any time. At any time. Exactly. For sure. So I love that they are giving first priority to those people who already have a hotel booked during that time and booking for that window. Yeah. yeah, And it starts April 27th. Yes. Which is so close. That is next week. So book your rooms, book your rooms. So then you can book those Mickey's not so scary Halloween party Mm -hmm. tickets. I actually did that last year. To be quite honest, we, knew we wanted to go to Mickey's not so scary, but we're not quite sure what days exactly in September we were going to do. And I looked at Kyle and I was like, we need to figure this out today because I need to buy Mickey's not so scary Halloween party tickets tomorrow. Literally ASAP. And then they go on sale to the general public in or on May 2nd. And so then when does it start? August 11th. August 11th, I believe. Oh, yeah. 
so that's exciting. such a fun long time. Okay. Yeah. Wait. August 11th, all the way October 31st. No, November 1st <gasps> is the last party. Really? Mm-hmm. November 1st. That's sure cool. That's, that's one more reason yeah. to go. I, I think, I think this crossover. is the first year they've done it because the only one that's ever done it, I think actually, did they? Yeah. I'm pretty Oogie sure. Buggy. Because that's of so cool. the other motos. So wait, I have to know if you could choose one villain to see at Mickey's Not So Scary, who would you choose? Oh, I don't know. No, it's going to be swimming. Been. Oh, just choose any swimming. Oh. They're going to be all over the place. My girl Ursula. Oh, good one. For sure. Swimming is it because they're swimming? Um. Oh God. I don't know. I love the idea that they, well, not the idea that reality of what happened last year over at Oogie Boogie Bash. And they had, um, I think we talked about this already. Ernesto de la Cruz. Oh yeah. That's cool. Yes. If he could come to Walt Disney world for Mickey's not if so scary, he could that go would be cool. to, yep. Not so exactly. And he's saying, Oh, that's even cooler. With his guitar, of course. And that is elite. That's top notch. Can't beat that. Yeah. So that would be cool to see. We are potentially, there's so much up in the air, but I am hoping we can make it work during that time. We are trying to avoid Halloween time for going to Disney, but we've never done it at Disney World. So. If we go, if, if not, girls make trip. it work. Girls trip. Stay at Port Orleans, French Quarter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then go to Mickey's, not so scary. And then go to Mickey's, yes. Sounds like a good um, idea to me. Help me explain oh, that shop. to my husband. I know. I know that I'm like. Oh. And you know they're all listening. They're going to the be. Last, oh, for the sure. Last hey, two husbands. Times in the Disney world, I've gone without my kids and my husband. So I, I, I might not be allowed to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. I would choose Hades. I was just going to say, that was no lie. That was my second choice. No, for real. He was at the Walt Disney World Marathon this year. And I did not know how cool I thought he was until that moment. I snapped Mm -hmm. a picture for our friend Donna. Uh, Shout out to Donna. But she's obsessed with him. So I took a picture of him. And then I was like, but that guy is cool. Who is Hades? Do we have anything else? Hades, from Hercules. From Hercules, the blue guy with the blue hair. Is that why you were making that face? I thought you were making that face because you were like, Tammy, really? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I've seen Hercules, but I don't remember. Yeah, you would recognize him. Let me pull up a picture. So they also announced that Oogie Boogie Bash is returning over at Disneyland, but they did not give any other information other than it's coming back and more information will be coming out later this summer is how it was summer. Going. I know, which I think, I think I Do they mean May? Last year. <laughs> like, no, I think last year it came out like in the actual summer. Wow. That's late. Yeah. That's so it's super late. late. It's super late, but I think, well, let's be real here. Disney tech cannot handle too many fires at the same time. Both yeah. of those ticket days. <laughs> yeah. Although, they let me tell you, though, annual passes dropped today. 
annual pass has yeah. dropped and I heard it was like a breeze. I had dining this morning and I had no issues. And we wow. remember last week, I think we talked about how annual passes were dropping this week and like Disney gonna IT a- is going to be a mess and dining well, might be a mess. Trash can I fire. Think, it was I, not. I think a lot of people are just not wanting that tier of, of pass. pass. You don't want mm-hmm. the $15,000 Fifteen thousand. I'm sorry, fifteen hundred. I definitely do not want the fifteen. Well, I want it, but I don't want to pay for. Does that come with uh, a stay at the Riviera for the rest of the year? <laughs> right. It literally yeah. has to. And gold. No, and I just and dining. Are you kidding? I don't think a lot of people are finding it to be beneficial for them, unless they are out of state and they, or maybe even within the state, but. Yeah, I was where like Georgia. that's your only option and it's drivable still and you know that you can make it in plenty of times or it's a cheap flight away and you can make it in plenty of times. But I think for a lot of people, it's just not doable, at least not for their entire family. So then the last couple things I think are the two for one water park tickets for Florida residents, you buy one ticket for $69 and you get two days at those water parks. That's a good deal for Florida locals. Totally. Mm-hmm. Day trip here and there to the water park. Yes, please. And then the big news that just came out minutes ago was that Adventures by Disney and the National Geographic Expeditions are no longer requiring vaccinations for COVID-19. That's huge. That opens the door for a lot of people to start traveling again. When, When the cruise ships did that, it was like 180. Everyone wanted to cruise. So now that all of these tours like Adventures by Disney or National Geographic's Expedition, which are the tour companies associated with Disney, they don't need one. It's time to tour Europe, y'all. Everyone, now's your time. Book an ABD. So cool. All right, friends. I think that is all we have. So if you need help planning a vacation or have any questions regarding Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Lines, you can find us at the T at the D at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram at the T at the D, as well as our personal Instagrams. Mine is happily ever after Alexandra. Mine is twin mom on Main Street. And mine is at how far I'll go travel. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.